Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello, and thanks for coming, Canada. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hello, it's Jamal. Hi, and I'm a talking piece of cake. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to cut through him right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love how I just learned about this cake thing like five minutes ago from Stony. Surprise, our podcast has been made out of cake this whole time. Please don't try to cut your um, phones or devices with sharp knives. <laughs> oh my god it's cake <laughs> <laughs> you done been bamboozled girl yes oh my gosh welcome back to a special uh episode of canada's drag race we have um we had a little technical difficulty of sorts um maybe i'll just let jamal talk about that <laughs> yes listeners um this is completely my fault um i was purging my computer like i do once every two to three weeks and I accidentally purged Stony and I's audio for the full episode coverage of Canada's Drag Race episode two. So it's completely my fault. Please um, at me, but don't get too crazy if you're feeling away about not having a full episode. But I do apologize, and I've learned my lesson. I'm going to wait till all of the le- all of the episodes are posted in your feeds before I go cleaning out my computer and backing shit up. Never again. <laughs> yes, girl. This is the remix to the episode formerly known as Canada's Drag Race Episode 2. Uh, it's the short and sweet version where we just talk about the the main things that happened in the episode and hopefully you guys enjoy it. <laughs> yes, please do engage with us online at TFC Pod. Of course, you know, Seth and I live on Instagram and Twitter. We'd love to hear your comments and hear your feedback at tfcpod at gmail.com as well. Yeah, and if you like the mini said we can just do those and save a lot of work for us. So just <laughs> let us know. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's get into it. We wasted enough precious time. All right, so we have a couple of things that we want to talk about before we get into the podcast. Why are we doing this? We're doing a mini sode. <laughs> <laughs> so first thing we're going to talk about is the new tea girl. I just saw this yesterday. So if you guys were following us on Twitter at TFC Pod, you'll see that I retweeted something from Stacey Lane Matthews. Um, as you know, she appeared several times throughout All Stars 4 um, in like not in a competing fashion. So, um, recently she tweeted that something about like how she would never go back to do all stars. And what happened was she finally revealed that she was actually booked to be a contestant on all stars Four. <gasps> and while she was on vacation, they called her and told her that she was no longer needed for the season. Oh, bitch. What? What? So who took her place? So the the speculation rumor is is this is around the time where Rue was getting a lot of backlash for not having trans representation on the show, oh, and they had Gia. Okay, so they couldn't just add Gia. Like, why not just have one more contestant? Right, because well, they were booked solid cast. Ooh, that's messy as fuck. I mean, still, like, you could. I don't know. I, it's just one person add one extra fucking episode right or we can have a double elimination those aren't the rules girl 
<laughs> That's so stupid. You stepped in it there because some of us out here in these streets like Stacy Lane Matthews and um oh this tea is not sitting right with me. I swear this tea gets bitter and bitter every time. Yeah, girl. Hashtag justice for Henny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so moving on, our next thing we wanted to talk about is, I don't know how to even introduce this again, but basically we just, last episode, we complained for about 11 to 12 minutes about (laughs) (laughs) about how... That's accurate. uh, Yeah. So you get the... It's probably better this way. Um, (laughs) So we complain a lot about because all the drag queens are like hopping on the podcast bandwagon. I don't know if it's because of quarantine or whatnot, but Latrice and Manila, they started a podcast called the chop and it's just irritating to us as indie podcasters because we try really hard to build what audience we can and they just are like well we have an audience we're going on here and doing the show and i listen to it and it's awkward and they pronounce people's names wrong and i don't know <laughs> it's just not fun and um given in recent light of um what has happened with our show that we put so much time into and then something as simple as a oh no i deleted the file like um like we said plenty of times on the show we love doing this for the listeners we love covering the show we love to watch for the queens and we're here recording again because we want to do it we want to be here we want to put out the content these queens are reading off scripts it's very disrespectful in my opinion if you can't pronounce somebody's name wrong you could at least work out who's going to say what line before you hop on the mic. So I think if you're going to use your following, you need to really come correct because a lot of us out here don't have studios or networks that just say, send me the file when you're done and it's no big deal. They worry about the file and edit. Like we're doing all of that over here. And I love Latrice and Manila. Don't get me wrong. They're two of my favorite Queens, but my goodness, we need to clean up this access. Well, and my biggest thing is, like, the queens can do whatever they want. Like, if they want, if, you know, Latrice Manila wanted to start the chop, that's fine. But, like, I don't like the fact that they, a lot of the queens, like, will criticize the indie podcasters and, like, oh, well, they're not, they weren't on Drag Race, so we can't really comment. So we're not allowed to comment, like, on... They're not drag queens. Yeah, on their looks on Drag Race and all that. It's just irritating because it's, like okay, everyone has opinions. Like if you want to be a drag queen or if you're on RuPaul's Drag Race and you want to start a podcast, that's fine. But that doesn't mean you have to criticize others that are a fan of the show and want to discuss it and like have like criticisms or like constructive constructive criticism for the queens. Yes. Right. Because I thought a good point you made in the, in the last podcast we recorded about this. That um, (laughs) about like you were kind of involved in the Survivor podcast area. Yeah. And that was basically just saying like, like I was really into the Survivor community. I have been since I was like a teenager. And um, one of the main podcasts is called Rob has a podcast. He was on season six of Survivor. And so he was an actual contestant and he never once like shamed any like person that had like that was a fan of the show but act not actually on the show like he actually worked with like the fan community to like build this awesome like 
um, community of Survivor fans. And it's like, I just don't understand why like Willem and Alaska don't try to do stuff like that instead of put down all the fans. Like to me, they should be bringing like fans on the show and like discussing and, you know, if fans like have negative opinions and let Willem and Alaska explain like, well, production makes us do this or production makes us do that. Right. But instead of being like so critical, like actually help the fans understand that's why this is the way it is. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And Trinity said stuff like this too. So it's just, it's kind of discouraging as a indie podcaster because we, like Jamal said, we put all this work in and you know, we just really would love to have the audience that they do as well because we're having so much fun. Right. And I mean, don't get it twisted Queens. I don't care what fucking crown you have. It's us who's coming out to your shows. It's us who's tipping you on Venmo right now. It's us who's retweeting you and making sure that you can pay people to edit your podcast because I know you're not doing that shit. So think twice before you come (laughs) at us sideways. Yes, girl. All right. That is our news bulletin for the mini-sode. We're going to go ahead and move into the episode talk and breeze through this as quickly as possible. Uh, (laughs) I'm so so sorry again. (laughs) So at the top of the show, Juicebox has been eliminated by girl. Uh, then the next day in the workroom, Kine is discussing with everyone how she should have won the maxi challenge and all the girls read her for filth as they should. My goodness, Kine. <laughs> well <laughs> <The> deserved. Next... <laughs> <laughs> well deserved. Um, the next day in the workroom, Lemon is feeling her oats for winning the lip sync and her and Starzy get into a little bit of a pissing contest. And <laughs> then Miss uh, Kiara calls Starzy Miss Safe at large. And that was real funny. Ooh, put a shade rattle there. <laughs> yes. All right. So now it's time for the mini challenge. They have to audition for a ballet where the lead turns into a nut smacking ballerina. So basically, they'll play ballerina music. Then all of a sudden, it gets real funky, and they got to drop it like it's hot. <laughs> I love Starzy because I feel like this is some shit I would do. I'm going to give you a double black swan moment, and then I'm going to fight these hoes so they can't perform, and I win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, there were lots of great performances in this one. Boa had a really funny moment. Boa's coming up. Like, Boa is very attractive, that personality. I liked Boa's the best. It was very, like, I don't know. (laughs) All over the place. Yeah. It's very you, Stoney, actually. It is. (laughs) (laughs) I would be Boa. (laughs) Of course, there's Priyanka performing uh, or miming fellatio, I guess. Ooh, I like that. Miming fellatio. (laughs) We'll make a shirt about that for you guys later. Yes. (laughs) Uh, but also Jimbo was really funny too because she sort of looked like some little like American girl doll or something <laughs> just was stomping around it was really funny I'm never quite sure what Jimbo is doing <laughs> but it's always funny so I'm just like that's fine was it Lemon that had the like um, Pucker Up Motherfuckers remix of um, Bjork Swan Dress oh yes. yeah yeah that was cool <laughs> Yeah, I liked her I, dress I think that was like the child dancer from Chandelier wearing Bjork. Yes. So the winner of this challenge is a double win, and that is with uh, Miss Boa and Starzy. So congratulations to you both. Congratulations, yes. queens. 
So the main challenge this week is going to be a play on Canada's Heritage Minutes. Um, and so because Boa and Starzy won the mini challenge, they get to pick the teams. Uh, so they do that. And Alona was last. So she actually got to pick which team she was on. And she picked Team Boa. Yes, Queen. You get him, Alona. Um, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with being picked last. It kind of messes with your mind a little bit. But for me, it's an opportunity to show some bitches up. Exactly. Yeah. Alana, right? Alona. 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 Or Alanis? Alana. Alanis. I think that's it. Oh, Alanis. Shit. Damn it. Morissette. Alona Morissette. <laughs> <laughs> So the girls, they break up into their two groups so they can rehearse. Um, One thing that I noticed that was really interesting is that they didn't really show the roles being assigned. Um, Normally, they show the girls like fighting over who gets to do what. But this time, what they did show, um, even the girls were really civil to each other and really like not rude. It would be real interesting if we had like a crossover season where they did like contestants from all of the drag races and then they put them on one season and they did a challenge like this. I bet you like a thousand dollars that I don't want to pay any of you. Um, all of the American Queens would look like assholes. Oh yeah. I'm <laughs> sure they would. Also that could never happen because we all have COVID and ah! <laughs> we're not allowed we can't to travel anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> well, when the Rona is gone, if that bitch leaves, we're infectious as a country. So we're not allowed to mingle with other countries right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. People always told me that my personality was infectious, but now I really am. <laughs> girl, you're like double infectious now. Yikes. Yes, girl. I'm the life of the party. <laughs> I'm the life of the party. <laughs> I bet that's what the virus sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That our little nod to mayhem. But um, all right. So then uh, in the rehearsals, Boa says that she has ADHD. So like you kind of feel bad because you can tell she's really having a hard time reading the script and, you know, having a fair chance like the other girls to do this competition. Um, Blair, I'm sorry, Brooklyn Heights, uh, you know, all the fishy queens, they look alike. Um <laughs> Yes. So (laughs) Brooklyn comes in to make sure the girls are ready to go. Um, It's really cute. She kind of confronts Tainomi. Well, she asked, and and Kine. Um, Kine, she tries to see if Kine is going to be more humble and TBD. But (laughs) (laughs) um, with with Tainomi, she's trying to kind of motivate Tainomi to, like, be a little bit more confident. Yeah, we need to see it, Tainomi. Like, you walked in, like, so fierce in that intro on episode one. It's time to, like, let that carry over into your performance. We believe in you, queen. Yes, girl. You can do it. We love you. Uh, So the girls, they go to their shoot, and their scenes are directed by Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, one of the three regular judges of Canada's Drag Race. JBC, a snack. JBC. Back in the house. (laughs) Click clacking about. (laughs) Um, so then, uh, you know, during the shooting, Boa is really having trouble, you know, her ADHD is getting the better of her and it really shows in her performance because it is very stiff, like a martini. <laughs> sounds like me at work every day, <laughs> which is why your ass needs to stay home anyway. 
Um, <laughs> sorry, because listeners. You, have ADHD, you don't like going to work. Because <laughs> I just look at the Excel spreadsheets and I'm like, what is all this bullshit? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> I tell Stoney every day that he just needs to like stay home and that Microsoft Teams is a thing, but that's not him. And same with Boa. Like you can just tell Boa is just um, focusing on what is next and. Whereas other queens, they do a better job of keeping in character, even when they're not speaking. Boa, you can tell, is just processing and making sure that they're going to land that next line. Definitely. So the girls are getting ready for the runway and are talking about their parents being supportive. Some are not. Um, Starzy talks about doing drag in the Bahamas, and we find out that um, some of her friends have been shot. And actually, Starzy has been shot as well, just for simply being gay. What a terrifying thing. Like, you're, this is your way of life, and you're just out here going to work, minding your business, and way of life is not meant to be derogatory. You're literally just minding your business. And people are pr- so pressed that they're waiting at your doorstep to like share a few bullets with you like how terrifying yeah it was it was a terrible story i also saw where starzy posted on twitter this week actually where like somebody was like yeah and if she ever comes back to bahamas we will make sure we kill her or whatever and it was just like i was just like what the fuck that's like so messed up and thank god that canada actually like has like real immigration laws that allow people to like seek asylum so good for them and seriously where (laughs) are you probably some fucking beach bum while starzy's like minding her business still and here you are on the line on the online i can't even speak just wanting to be nasty right it's just really sad the the state of the world today i think we just need a lot more caring in this world well said friend All right. So um, you can really see that this, you know, story, uh, you know, what happened is really affecting the girls, especially Jimbo. Um, And I thought that was really sweet, too, just to see how, um, you know, much of a caring soul that Jimbo is. And I don't know. It was it was just lovely to see them support her. Yes. That sisterhood, that connection. It's really what saves most of us. A connection of some sort. Yes. So. This uh, so this is the part where the runway happens, but we're just going to talk about that in a second here. We're going to talk about the scenes. We want to talk to you about the heritage minutes. So s- let's start with the Muffrajets. This is a team that consists of Boa, Ilona, Jimbo, Kine, Bobo, and Priyanka. What did you guys think? Um, I thought it was fine. I thought that, I don't know, like... The whole, like, Bobo and, um... Alona. Al- Alona, like, I just... Alana? <laughs> <laughs> if you guys could see Stoney s- right now, he's so stressed. I'm so confused. <laughs> Alona. Alona. Okay, they were the ones... Sorry. They are the ones that were, like, making all the weird noises, right? They were trying yeah. to sing, but weird noises is very accurate. I don't accurate. know. I thought they were, like fine i guess i didn't really i didn't hate them but i didn't love them either i guess that's kind of how i felt i thought that this could have been good if they'd rehearsed a little more and we could understand what they were saying i think the other characters really kind of helped um take the attention off of that and um priyanka she's on this team right yeah she was 
you see what happens listeners when you already record an episode you forget everything um (laughs) she she did a great job being this airhead like totally priyanka but still very in the moment and the challenge i thought that this team as a whole it wasn't like great show stopping but you know they got through it yeah and priyanka was kind of the anchor of that group if i remember correctly like she really held them together i thought um i thought um Boa. Boa's in that group, correct? Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm struggling remembering the teams now, so it's I apologize. I'm so sorry. But it's um but yeah, I thought Boa was like fine. Like I was a little worried with her because of the way that she um was um forgetting the lines and stuff, but I felt like she brought it through with just like her um performance and just how she can kind of like really like build herself up as like an eccentric person, you know? Right. Definitely. And and Jimbo was really funny too, (laughs) but, um, you know, kind kind of fall fell into the background and kind and Jimbo's moment with the slaps really didn't land. So that was kind of awkward a little bit. Um, but yeah, Priyanka was really funny at the end. And she's like, and then we all found boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> Happy ending. Yeah. Anything Jimbo does is going to make me laugh, but, um, you can tell Kine was trying. It just didn't land. Right. Um, so let's talk next about burnt tuck. And <laughs> this team consists of Starzy, Lemon, Tainomi, Rita Vega, and Kiara. I enjoyed this um, skit just a pinch more. I did think that Tainomi was struggling. I think Tainomi was just in her head. Um, Lemon was not a strong actor either, not very experienced. But And this is a lesson I've learned. Sometimes you just have to go for it, regardless of what you're doing. If you spend too much time worrying about the fail, that's inevitably coming because you're putting it out there, so that's what's going to happen. That's, the, that's what you're going to deliver, and I think that Lemon did stand out this challenge. I did think that Rita Vega stole the show and that she should have been considered at the top as well. Yeah, I thought um, I thought Lemon was actually really good in this. I thought she did a, a really good job. Tainomi was just like, I don't know. I feel like she was kind of in her head. Like the tongue pops were kind of like weird and it was just, it just wasn't there for me. Yeah, I agree. Um I don't know. Lemon did a good job, like definitely a big improvement since last week, but I don't know that she won or deserved to. Well, I mean, she did a good job. I don't want to like, you know, she's my, my fantasy teammate, but uh, yeah, I don't know it. She did a good job. Um, not Priyanka. Um, Tainomi, she kind of was a little bit, you know, definitely struggling, giving us some personality, but yeah, Rita Vega was hilarious. Like when they pick up, um, uh, when they pick up Kiara, Kiara, <laughs> and like her face is between Rita Vega's like thighs, <laughs> it was just hilarious. She was having a taint switch. Um, Kiara was very good this challenge. Like, talk about a professional. She brought the energy every time. There were really no negative critiques on set. Like, sh- this is a working drag queen. She knows what she's doing. And I'll say it again. I was wrong about Kiara. Definitely, yeah. She's really turning it out this season, and I'm excited to see her more and more. She has a fun personality. 
Yeah, I want to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing I learned this week is that, you know, the two singers in the Muffragettes, I think they called them Vegan and Tara. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're actually based off the Canadian pop rock duo Tegan and Sarah. Oh, yes, Queen. I know Tegan and Sarah. They're on no. my iPad. I totally didn't realize that's what they were trying to spoof. <laughs> I can't believe we didn't talk about that the first time. I'm definitely a fan of that group. Yeah, they are great. It's a great music act. And um, yeah, so those are our two groups. So moving right along, uh, let's see, Runway Talk. Our guest host this week is Jade Hassanet, whoever he is, but he was really nice. Um <laughs> And uh, so the category this week is recreating your first drag look, but nice and not so busted. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Best <laughs> Who are some standouts? I thought that Lemon turned it out. Like she looked like um, if Cinderella had kind of like a slutty little sister that was going to the ball and she was like, oh no, here's this bitch bringing this old boring poofy shit. Let me just give them some leg and this long, you know, hair laid for the gods. And I was I was soaking up the look. Um, the best one for me by far was Jimbo because that shit was scary as hell. I loved <laughs> everything about it. Um, it was very like to me like very like Sharon Needles esque. I know I'm not supposed to talk about her because she's canceled now. We, we don't but, talk about her on this podcast, Stony. But I'm talking back in the day, Sharon Needles. So. <laughs> I don't know if that's better. But yeah, go ahead. it's probably not better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. It was just very scary. I love that she like pulled off like the pigtails to make them like into um, pom poms, pom poms, which is really cool. So yeah, Jimbo. I mean, you just don't know what you're gonna get, and that's what's so exciting about Jimbo. I also thought Alona's Alona. Good job, Queen. I <laughs> Alona, you got it. Look was really good. She was just like kind of like trotting out there, like. I don't know. It's like playful punk rock. Like, I just love this energy. Like, Alona stomping around the stage is how I, like, walk into an office most days. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, these giant, like, platforms. I'm so it's here. just, like, this is so cool. I really... Fuck all of you. I really enjoyed it. I, I also liked just honorable mentions. Scarlet Bobo, just everything she does, I generally like. So that's good. And then Priyanka, I thought was awesome. Scarlet so. was very rocker chic. I like that. And I love that kind of slow trot Priyanka gave us. I love the drama. <laughs> yeah, her outfit was stellar too. Really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, kind struggled. Let's see. <laughs> um, yeah, there were a few girls that were just not so great. Um, Kiara, she had on this sort of like um, Valentina dress from All Stars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad y'all. Well, we have to do this again. So I'm glad I'm being reminded now to post a clip of Valentina's performance in that slinky little garment. Yeah. Because I did not hate this look, but it was kind of too close to the original look, even though in my opinion, it was elevated. That face was beat. Make proper. sure you, when you do post the video, make sure you also post the video of the one where she <laughs> is like um, flung into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do that to my queen. You do that on your personal account. <laughs> we'll post it don't worry <laughs> <laughs> um but i actually with kinds like i do think it wasn't not my favorite or not kinds um kiara's kiara it was not my favorite but also if you looked at the first drag look um it was like i don't know how much better you could do with it like she recreated it and it looked better but like that's just not something that you're going to be like 
wow us with like yes. it's just you know like a sexy dress or whatever but anyway what i was trying to say was kiara i'm really into this season i was not on really high on her in the beginning but now like i'm starting to see that i think she's going to go far i really like her looks and she seems to be performing well in some of these challenges so yay kiara she's definitely a dark horse right um, some of the other queens on the struggle bus were Tainomi. Um, her outfit was uh, not the best. We were kind of saying that we thought maybe she could have like a white wig on instead of the blacks to to make her headpiece pop a little bit more. Yeah, bigger hips, bigger hair. Yes, Rita Vega had a pretty safe flower look. Not bad, it, but definitely not the best. Um, Starzy had it, you know, same with Starzy, I would say. Um... Yeah, I feel like we have said enough <laughs> about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so back in Untucked, the girls are discussing the ch- how the challenge went. And we just have to talk about my Oscar nominee moment where, you know, everyone's like kind of talking and then it's quiet and Rita Vega goes, Kine, <laughs> what are you feeling right now? <laughs> listen y'all <laughs> it was just so funny because it was so like you're about to lose how do you feel <laughs> i know i just i am like i think i'm developing a crush for rita Vega, and it's not just the accent i'm not gonna fetishize anyone like that i love tattoos and i love a direct bitch so how are you doing <laughs> over there <laughs> that was so funny so Overall, Lemon did win the challenge. We talked about this in the last one. I did that. I thought my winners (laughs) also could have been Priyanka and Rita Vega because those two were hilarious. Yeah, I have to concur with that. And again, I'm so sorry for losing (laughs) the original episode. It's all right, girl. We're doing it. This one's probably... This is like all the fun parts, but just in a shorter version. I think I do have more shade rattle inserts than I did on the last recording. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the bottom two this week are Kine and Tainomi. Uh, they did a lip sync and Kine, I think, <laughs> connected a little bit more emotionally to the song. Tainomi evoked it down the house boots. Mama, yes, God. Oh, but... <laughs> Tainomi just basically like stunted it to death and she was just like fuck off like I'm going to just do a bunch of tricks here at the end and win it and she did stunts and shows (laughs) I wasn't like connecting with Tainomi in the beginning but she like warmed up and she got there she did so um after the lip sync Tainomi has this moment she just starts crying immediately because she thinks she's going home but Kine goes to um comfort her so you know, we kind of see that Kine's story arc has completed because she is like <laughs> more gracious with the queens and not being so cocky. She's being a good sister. So, um, yeah, she goes, you know, no, this is my time to go home. And she was right. So Kine goes home. And then everyone realizes that Kine was actually cake the whole time. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cake. She got the chop. <laughs> this was this was a sweet moment this really was and to all you toxic fans that may be listening just another reminder that we are all human so be fucking nice yes girl so tanomi is safe 
and ready to compete again. Hopefully we'll see her turn it out. I was really scared because she's on my fantasy team and I thought she was going to win the whole season. So I'm really rooting for her to do better. I know. I can't wait till the next season of Cake Boss. (laughs) (laughs) My God. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) All right. Thank God this is short. We're about to be done. So before we go, though, we'll just have Stoney do the shortest TFC pod fantasy update ever. Yeah. (laughs) So Seth won everything. Everyone else lost. I don't have the point totals in front of me, but I will update you next week. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll be bringing you the details next week, as well as our regularly scheduled content and discussion. Um, Apologies for the mini sode, but do check thanksforcomingpodcast.com where I will share the numbers in detail. Yes, girl. We'll be back with uh, a more extended version, unless you like the short ones. We'll be back with a full podcast next week for you guys. And make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a comment. Because we are indie podcasters, those really mean a lot to us. Yes. Um, so maybe we can like help us overthrow Manila and Latrice. <laughs> hey, we want to play nice with our sisters, even if we're not drag queens. <laughs> Enter Shade yeah. Rattle there. Um, that's a note for myself, (laughs) but seriously, everybody play nice. Everybody leave us reviews. Um, we see our following growing. Thank you so much, Canada for helping us chart. We appreciate you so much. Continue to tell your friends about us and just help us get there. We love to see you at the party. Yes, girl. We can all be the queens of the party. Girl. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. We'll be back next week. But until then, bye. Goodbye. Alona and um, Scarlet Bobo. Goodbye. Do it with me. One, two, three. Goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just like it went on the show. Hi, listeners. Jamal here. Thank you so much for tuning in to our mini-sode. Apologies again for losing Stoney and I's coverage of the um, Canada's Drag Race coverage we had for you all, but we wanted to share this clip of a Black Lives Matter protest that actually joined our recording session um, in Portland with Seth. So um, remember what's going on in the world. Remember what's important. Please be kind, um, be nice to each other. Remember that Black Lives Matter and um, justice for Brianna Taylor and all of my friends, family, and cousins in these streets. Stay safe and stay healthy. We love you. Thanks for listening. I think someone's pregnant. Sorry. Or do you guys hear that? I don't know if they'll be able to hear on the podcast, but it sounds like a fucking herd of Sally's wooing. It's like Stoney after a couple shots of tequila. (laughs) What's happening? Do you want me to look? Oh, work. It's a Black Lives Matter protest. (laughs) I'm not mad anymore. (laughs) Yeah, it's in cars 
I think they killed. I think the Portland police killed someone because there was one that said like "Rest in Power, Brianna something, Brianna Parker." Girl, Portland's not fucking around. Yes, and as always, a cab, defund the police, lock up Brianna Taylor's murderers. Process is still happening. 